You feeling ready? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Dude. It's crazy. How, it's okay. how, first of all, didn't we say when this pandemic happened, we we're like, dude, we're going to record basically every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. It, we I got, know. we got like this super, like, ex- I, I don't know what it was. When it first happened, did a ton of Facebook lives. And then we're just like, everybody just kind of started stewing them. You know what I mean? Like everybody was starting to do the same Every, thing. Yeah. The same thing. Every, yeah. And that's why I didn't want to do it anymore. Cause it's like, well, there's so much noise and everybody's on a webinar already. So I don't know. I know. And then like subconsciously, I feel like, at least, I don't know. Tell me if this was happening to you, but to me, I was like, uh, I want more viewers. You know what I mean? Like watching yeah. instead of anybody else. <laughs> so then, I don't know. Anyways, how you been, dude? How's everything? Um, good. Well, I mean, not good, but surviving. Uh, it, it really sucks, like having to pay bills and and stuff when when your office is closed. Have you had to let go more people or no? No, no. Well, everybody right now is on unemployment. Everyone except for Judy. Um. Yeah, but so Judy's the only one who's currently making any money. I'm not even paying myself. I'm not taking any salary. Wow. Yeah, so. But, but is Brian still working? Brian's still working, right? He he is. Their office is still functional, but they have since um, seen a decrease in like 40% of their patient base or the volume, I should say. So they're doing a lot more telemedicine. So it's definitely not as productive as they once were. How are you doing? Good. Actually, I think I was like in the same... I read a post that you you made the other day. Um, It was like my first post ever reading from you. No, I'm kidding. No, but I I read it. I think it was on LinkedIn actually, but it was like... um, It kind of talked about from day when this happened, I forgot how many weeks, three weeks, like you were just watching webinars and all this stuff, right? Yeah. And then like, I think it said week four or day, I forgot what it said, but week four, you started like accepting things that were only in your control and, you know, just started. So I I honestly, I felt like that is exactly the same thing that happened. I felt like when this all happened, I started reacting, you know what I mean? And yep. like, I was just like panicking with everybody else. What do we do? Oh my gosh. Right. And like on the podcast side, some sponsors had to pause, uh, on the workshop that had to pause for the ground marketing. And so all these things, and I'm like, holy crap, it's, it's happening, you know? Right. But I don't know. I think it was like around like the same thing, same time as you, like week four, I just stopped everything and slowed down and started strategizing. And now we pivoted. So now it's going great. Like everything. Oh, is, awesome. As far as on other things, but I think that you have to do that, you know, like. How many employees do you have now? So on the podcast side, I have three and that's two on the content side, or I think it's a little bit more than two on the content side and then uh, the editor. And then for the ground marketing, it's three as well. Uh, It was four, but remember how I told you I let somebody go? Um, Or did I ever tell you that or no? I, I don't know. I don't know if they're listening or not, but yeah, they. Yeah. Oh, oh no, we man. talked about it. We talked about it. We remember with uh. Yeah. We were trying to do. The, I remember. That's who. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyways, what about you? Right now, you just have Judy working. What do you have Judy doing? 
Judy is still running the office. <laughs> she she's fielding every single call and email and um, and any message from any of our patients, from any of our vendors or you know the labs. Uh, she's she's collecting and posting all of the insurance payments so that we are still getting paid. Thank you so much, Judy, for doing that. And um, she's been she. <laughs> She's been on top of it, like everything that we normally pay for. Man, it's it's crazy how much money goes out every month. Like, it's one thing when you're making money and you're not really that concerned about paying the checks. Mm-hmm. It's another thing when, um, like for instance, I just I just wrote a, a check for like eight thousand for a lab, and it's like holy crap. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, and and it makes your stomach drop. And man, but were you? Do you? Were you prepared for this in the sense like I already had money in the vault, like I had saved? Yeah, I have. I have savings only because I haven't taken a real paycheck in the two and a half years or almost three years that we've been open. So basically, I have paid myself less than Judy. And <laughs> yeah, um, so that's that's the only reason. Everything everything that was profit instead of see, I'm I am I am very weird. Like I grew up with no money. I, I grew up in a one bedroom apartment, and it was my mom and my grandparents and my aunt. So all of us until lived when? In, until when were you like that? Um, until high school. What? Oh sh- Hey, can I ask? You said your mom, your grandparents, and who else? And my aunt. Can I ask, where was your dad? Oh, my dad has never been around. He's, have I not talked to you about my dad? No, never, ever, ever. (laughs) I only know you're a single child, I think, right? That's it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, my my dad, um, he's, he's just. He was always an absentee father. Uh, my my parents got divorced when I was nine years old. They shipped me to the Philippines while they were trying to hash out all of their marital issues, uh, which apparently were not um, not. It, it wasn't anything that could be salvaged. So I lived in the Philippines for a year with with my my family, mm-hmm. and um, basically the divorce happened anyways, and then. When the divorce happened, um, I I had well, my mom had full custody, and then my dad skipped the country for um, many years. He which, he which left, country? He he left to um, he moved to Canada so that he didn't have to pay child support. Wow. And then he came back when I was eighteen, so that um, yeah. So you since a nine. You never saw your dad until 18? Yeah. Well, I, I never really saw my dad even when, um, even like my early years. My mom, so I was born in the States. I was born in Ohio. And then my dad was currently working in, in the Middle East as an engineer. Mm-hmm. And I saw him a hand, like less than five times from the ages of zero to four and then I moved to California when I was four, and then my dad rejoined my mom and me, and we became a family for the first time um, 
Yeah. Was that weird? Was that a weird feeling or was that like a, oh, this is a nice feeling? I think there's a lot of repressed uh, childhood memories because I don't remember a lot from my childhood. Hmm. Yeah. So then when he came back at 18, you were happy? Well, see, that's a whole other story. Well, this has turned into like a live live therapy session. This is why I actually need therapy. But in all honesty, yeah, he, um, there was a lot of, um, there there was a lot of anger and resentment, obviously. There, after, after they divorced, I didn't see my dad for 12 years. 12, 13 years, mm. and then he showed up for my my college graduation um, because I tried to be the bigger person, and so I invited him, and he, and he actually showed up, and then it was years again that I didn't see him, and I invited him to my wedding, and I didn't even get a response back, so that was that was um, that was a lot more heartbreak in my life. And then, you know, years pass again, and all of a sudden, my dad gets diagnosed with cancer, and and now he's on this like, it's like a ticking time bomb. And he, I was living out in LA at the at the time, and he made the trip. He was living out in Ohio. He had me, remarried. I have a half sister um, because of that, mm-hmm. and. Um, so he after after he got the terminal diagnosis, it was um, he, I think it yeah it, it the cancer took him quick like I think it was only six months. Oh oh so he's de- he's dead. Oh yeah, my dad passed. Um, my dad passed a, oh, wow. a few years ago, and um, he he drove cross country. He um, it, so we're Filipino. It's. Mm-hmm. You've you said that like in almost every episode. Almost every episode. Yeah. Um, you don't really talk about your feelings in our culture. It's it's something that really? gets shoved under the rug. Um, so even though he didn't explicitly say he was sorry for everything, I I took I took that as an olive branch that he drove and visited me and got to spend time with with um, my two sons at the time, Hudson and Brady. And, um, and then we said our goodbyes. And, and then when he left, like he was crying and, and I was crying because I, I, it was like this weight off of my shoulder, like forgiveness isn't for someone else. Forgiveness is for you. Mm-hmm. And I, I absolutely felt that. And then a couple months later, literally like two months after we said goodbye, he was gone. Wow. Can, okay, I'm going to ask you another question, and then after that we can, um, I guess, go back to talking about the practice. But um, your stepsister, do you do you know her? Do you talk to her? Or my half-sister? Yeah, your half-sister. No. Um, we we didn't grow up together. I think I've... I Have you I, met her? I've, seen, I've met her twice, and we don't have... We're not on the very best of terms because my dad when he passed he he gave me like these rings so my dad was um very much 
into jewelry. Um, I think that's also a Filipino man trait. I don't know. Uh-huh. He, um, so he gave me these rings um, and he sa- uh, he wrote me this long letter and he said, basically, I want you to keep these for my grandsons and hand them to them when they're old enough. Um, so, so that's what I have. And my sister, and she actually grew up with my dad. Um, okay, I was going to ask you that right now. I, um, yeah. Actually, so she... Your dad was with her when she grew up. Yes, yes. So my dad was the dad to her that I never saw. How? Yeah. How, um, how, how like, there's another tough question here, but how does that feel? Honestly, I, it, it never really bothered me. I, I think it's because I had um, I, I had a really strong relationship with my mom and I had my grandparents. Like I, I didn't really feel his absence in my life that, mm. that harshly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's, it's a, it's a, it's a weird feeling like knowing your mom Growing up, you're like, man, mom, you're kind of annoying. You know what I mean? But then, like, once you're where you're at now, you're like, dang, mom, you did it. You did everything. Right. Like, right. how? You know? So, uh, mm. anyway. and knowing Knowing what I do know now about motherhood and, like, raising our three kids, like, I am, I have so much respect for, for single parents, whether it be a single mom or a single dad. It's. It's so much work. Like at the end of the day, I'm exhausted, and I'm I'm texting Brian like, "Hey, are you on your way home?" Like <laughs> it's it's a lot. Yeah. Are you home right now? Base. You're home every day, right? Or is your um? You have no pair or no? Um. Yeah. I have. I have my nanny. Um. She. So she was. She's been with us for a year and a half, I think. And and she first started out as an intern at Smile and Co. I think I told you that, right? Yeah. Uh huh. I think so. So she helps out Monday through Thursday, and she lets um, she lets me be able to do all of the business stuff. Um, so she she's here from six thirty until two. Oh, wow. then, okay, that's cool. And then that's when I'm answering emails and and going in to see emergency patients. And that's another thing. Holy smokes! Well, are we? Are, is this still the therapy session, or do? You, no, we, we can we can transition now. We can transition. <laughs> That was. I, I want to pivot before uh, the tears start. Okay. You know, transition. Tears get the downloads, right? I know, yeah. Right? Yeah. We have too many <laughs> downloads right now, so we need to transition. <laughs> oh, hi, Cody. Um. Okay. So I my office is closed. It's been closed since the sixteenth of March, and we have been scraping by with our PPE. Oh, it already came in for you. No, like I, no, 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 not PPP. Oh, P, oh I'm sorry. PPE. Sorry, sorry. PPE, okay. <laughs> you're down with PPE. Yeah, you know me. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to regret you've ever said that. Uh, anyways, uh-huh. so you've been scraping by with your PPE. PPE. Yeah, um, and I, I tell you what, like I cannot 
breathe in those masks. Like I, I have one that we've been reusing. I put a, a level three mask on top of the N95 mask because I still haven't received any shipment whatsoever. I've tried getting masks from five. Like I've actually put out orders, like submitted the orders and paid because it shows that they have, um, they have stuff in stock. And then as soon as I freaking pay, they take my money, right? And then it says, oh, just kidding, it's back <laughs> Mother, it's such a freaking scam. Like, just, just tell me. I hate these Dude, moms. what company is that? Like, all of them. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Oh. They take my money, and then they say they don't have the product. I'm like, wow, thanks, jerks. Thanks. So are you reusing right now? Yeah, I've been reusing. So anyways, I can't. Um, those N95 masks, have you, have you worn one? Have you worn one before? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think I ever have. So uh, I have um, I have issues naturally with just getting lots of headaches and migraines. And um, with that mask, especially the few times, a handful of times that I have gone in to see patients, I have left with a migraine. Like wow. it, it is awful. And I don't think that this is going to be very sustainable for the long term. I really don't. I'm like, okay, what other what other profession can I look into? Because this is awful. If this is what, what other profession? Right? No, I. You know, like I joke about it, but in all in all honesty, if I don't feel good, like, because I have the mask. I, I don't know if it's because I'm double masking, but obviously, breathing in your carbon dioxide for extended periods of time is is not. It's, it's not what your, our bodies are meant to do. Mm-hmm. And then I have the loops on top of that. And because my um, because of the, the added thickness of the two masks, I'm finding it hard to put my loops on top of that. And I have a small nose because I'm um, Asian. So there's already not a lot of bridge to grab onto, right? So I am, um, I'm constantly pushing my loops down. But it is making making my um, eyes have almost like a double vision. Does that make sense? Because loops are very sensitive. Like you, it can only sit on your face in one way. Yeah. Otherwise, if it's, if it's skewed a little bit, you're like not seeing clearly. And that's what I'm working with. Those are, so I can't breathe and my loops aren't, um, aren't sitting correctly on my face. So all of that just means that I can um, no longer function normally and i and i end up leaving with with like lightheadedness i'm nauseous i have a migraine and then i'm wiped out the entire rest of the day and that's just like so normally right now in a week how often are you going to see emergency patients i've gone in like five times five times so like once every like every day not every day. No, that's that's over the last two weeks. It's funny because I went on, I, I did a Facebook Live, and I was like, hey, we're closed, but, you know, we're still here for you. Mm-hmm. And that, I swear, whenever I do that, like, the messages come in galore, and everyone now is in pain or has a dental emergency, and people who haven't even been patients are finding us because they were referred by Nextdoor or Yelp or whatever, and now they're trying to be seen. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even have a face shield, a face shield that that fits over my my loops and light. 
So then I don't feel comfortable picking up a handpiece because of the aerosols. Ah, you're right. You're right. But let me let me backtrack really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you are with one post that you do on social media, you will get a ton of people saying, "Yes, take me in right now." But you are having an issue with that? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's one of those things that you just say, like, hey, we're here for you. (laughs) But don't (laughs) call us. (laughs) It's like that thing where it's like... This is an emergency. You tell them, like, hey, hey, if you need anything, let me know. And then you're like... And then they tell you they need you. And like, oh, shit. Why'd you tell me that? That was like... Yeah, everybody knows that. So then, out of the people who call you, how many of those are, would you say, percentage? Just give me a percentage. Like, are real emergencies, and how many are like, oh, you just want to clean, we'll schedule you another day? Oh, I, you know what? I don't even know, because those are just the people who make it past Judy. Judy's the one that's fielding all of these messages to begin with. So, I'll ask her. So, you, backtrack again, you can be making more profits if you were to post and then just take on the emergencies? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Michael. Mm. Michael. Yeah. Okay, so (laughs) we're going through, like, emergencies only, pain, yada, yada, yada. You know what comes in as, um, like, like an inquiry on our website? A freaking eight... Unit veneer case. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Judy, that's an emergency. We need a <laughs> step. Get somebody in here. Okay, right now. Like, um, no, Judy's like, Judy forwarded this, um, this email submission um, <laughs> that we got from the website. She's like, Doctor Ashley, have you seen this? And it's basically this lady. She says that she's interested in eight veneers on top. And then she even text messages Judy a picture of her teeth. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Like, but I can't even see you. Well, did you reschedule or something? Or what do you – or did you even reply back? I, yes. Judy replied back. She was asking about fees. I'm not sure how that conversation ended afterwards. So let me ask you then – Assuming this, we, well, we don't know. We don't know when this is all going to end. What's going to be your breaking point where you're like, F it, give me that veneer case right now? Oh, I don't know. Like, I think when, oh, I, think when I get a, a, a respirator. So do you know what the respirators are? They're the ones that look like um, Darth Vader. Ah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. So I hear that breathing is a lot easier in that. I don't know if it's true. I want to try that out. And as soon as I get that, which I ended up ordering on eBay because everywhere is freaking backordered up the wazoo. And then I ordered on eBay and they said, oh, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be delivered sometime in May or June. I'm like, oh. <laughs> You're like, oh, whatever. I know, yeah. Um, so, so you- I don't know. Like, I... I I am obviously, I'm, I mean, because I'm so rich, I don't really need to make so much money. So, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. 
Um, no, I'm, I'm really wondering what it's going to look like, what dentistry is going to look like when we reopen and like what filters we're going to have to buy for our offices and what, yeah. Like yeah. What is. I don't know. I feel like, we're, I don't know. I think, yeah, we were, it's cool to wonder about that, but I mean, you're going to have to roll with the punches no matter what, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think it's, I think we're all, all going to have a breaking point, like where it's like, you know what, we're going to have to do this. And there may be, it's kind of like, I don't know if you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it might turn into like, you know how when you somebody gets the flu and you're like, yeah. oh my God. But maybe when it first came out, influenza, everybody was like, oh my God. But now they're like, oh, you got the flu. You know what I mean? Just like wait a week and come back and see us. Right. So right. it's. Might might turn into something like that. It might get more lenient. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not in any rush. That's for sure. Like I, obviously, safety is a big concern, and I I wouldn't want to put myself or my team members or patients at risk. So I'm like, I obviously, you know, it's it's not an ideal situation, and we still have to pay bills and what have you. But we're, you know, at the end of the day, it's our health. And our health is is priority. Um, and I've heard so many people like my cousins. Did I tell you I have a second cousin in New York who passed away? Not when? Um, to like two weeks ago. <gasps> yeah, oh, man, because of what? Because of COVID. And whoa, whoa, whoa. time me, out. Yeah, you have a how? What? He's only five years older than me. Shut up! And he passed away because of this. Yeah, yeah, it's. Whoa, it's scary. man, dude! Talk to me about that then. What? Uh huh. I wasn't close with him. Uh, my mom just told me, um, but that was the first, first case that like was the closest to home. Wowie, man! So yeah, never mind. Things will be. I mean, dang, he's only five years older than you, so he's like what, seventy three, seventy. yeah wow man that's that's intense dude so okay okay let me let me backtrack a little bit again and ask you uh, we all freaked out right when this happened right now what's the silver lining to you like obviously you can say like yeah spending more time with family but like when did it start hitting you where it's like man i think i think i needed this like, this is the only way it could have been been forced upon me, you know? Right. No, absolutely. And I went, when did I start thinking that way? I think it was, yeah, it was like week four where I came home and it was a random Tuesday. And I just laid out in the backyard because it was raining all weekend. The boys were cabin fever and my boys are six and under. I have three of them. And six and under when it's pouring outside and they haven't even like left their home in weeks, it's like, it's hard. It, they're, they're bouncing off the walls. Like it, they are really into American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> so they have made our, our home like a parkour course. They're like bouncing off the couches and off the ottoman. It's crazy. Like Hudson in his bedroom like we have the plantation shutters in in his bedroom and he has an elevated um, elevated bed 
I was wondering what was what was um, all the noise upstairs, and I go up and he is hanging off of the freaking plantation shutter box. You know that that uh, like you can open it, right? <laughs> yeah. He he was hanging from that, like trying to be like Spider Man. Oh man, that's so oh, cool. It's so not. It is so not cool. Um, <laughs> anyways, like. It, it really is a strange um, a strange turn of events because I don't know did we record um, did we did we record what after I told you I had canceled all of my CE did, no, did, no 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 you never did no you never told me that okay so uh, okay I'll just tell you oh my gosh Michael I have so much therapy that I need in my life my <laughs> My um, my mom, my mom, God bless her. She, I, I don't think she listens to our podcast. She, anyways, um, it was like February. No, was it February? Yes, it was February, and I had, I had booked all the CE, and my mom, like, she text messaged me like at the beginning of the the workday. She text messaged me, and she's basically like. You are gone way too much that Cody, your own son, doesn't even know you. Why? She just randomly told you that? Randomly. And she's like, you need to reevaluate exactly what you're doing because um, your priorities aren't on straight. Like, to that extent, like, it was just, like, completely, like, Stab me with a knife and twist it, like because I had, I had already. I mean, every mom, every mom, every business owner, like we already have our own mom guilt. Mm-hmm. Like that. I mean, how how many times have you heard me talk about like the mom guilt, tons, right? Tons, doing tons. It, a ton. Mm-hmm. So I I put enough pressure on myself, and because we wear so many hats, and yes, I I had booked a bunch of CE and. Um, but I also want, I have so many goals that I want for my office. And, and it's not just me anymore. It's, I have a team relying on me. I have patients relying on me. Anyways, so I get that message. And it was a pretty, it was a pretty long, um, not so nice message. And, and then I, I read it and I just start crying in the office. And I, I went to the bathroom and I had like locked myself in the bathroom and I'm like crying and um, and every time, like I I got I I, le- I left I left the bathroom and I try to compose myself, and then for every new patient or for every patient that I saw that day, I just told them, oh my gosh, my allergies are just off the off the hook right now. That's why my eyes won't stop watering, and it was like it really made me feel extremely horrible. Just so so bad to the point that I had um, canceled everything except for Kois. I had like AACD, DSI, and I told you that Mark Costas had asked me to speak. At that. Oh, that's when I, that's when I asked you, were you are you going to be at DSS, yeah. right? And you're like, at, no. Yeah, like ah. I I just started mass canceling everything. Like I cleared out my calendar, even courses that didn't have a refundable, like a there was no refund. I, I did it. I, I canceled airlines, 
airline tickets that were also non-refundable. Um, wow. This was all in February. And like it, and then my office closed in March, March 16th. So I, I think it's really interesting. Just like, I would have never, ever, ever predicted this. Like predicted like, hey, you're going to end up spending so much time at home, whether you want to or not. Like this is out of your control. Yeah. Have you seen a a change in or a pivot with like, like, do you feel like your kids are more like, yeah, mom's home? I know that Cody, Cody has become a lot more mama's boy, which has been so nice. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, it was, it really was like my mom, she, she's very, she's a straight shooter. She doesn't hold back. And, um, and that's, part of the reason why like Brian has um, he, it's just a very guarded relationship with my mom because he sees how she, how she talks to me and, and I just put up with it but that's that's another issue for another day mm-hmm. um, you know my mom <laughs> please don't mention that she's on this podcast <laughs> um, yeah no it's oh man like I don't know. It's it's tough. It's but tough. sometimes, honestly, like what you got to do, I mean, like I told you, you're always going to go through seasons. I feel like that. Everybody, like all entrepreneurs, business owners, I don't think we're ever going to find like that balance. And if you try and always pursue that balance, you're going to end up just your whole life pursuing another thing that is not even r- relative. So anyways, uh, all in all, you can't really complain about having a lot on your plate when your goal was to eat this whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now is the time, I think, to like really reevaluate, to really be like, and that's another thing is when we say priorities, I mean, if you look up at the dictionary, it means one thing, one important thing. So it's really just like, what's your priority right now? Or right. within this season, or what's your priority in in life? Right? Is it just to be happy? Is it to have my family well off? Right? And all these things, and then kind of just because we forget that, man, we forget that, and like the 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 daily like work and the hustle yeah. and all this crap, like we forget yeah. it. So right now, when we're like forced to like pause and relax, what did we do immediately, dude? We both did it immediately when we were like, okay, we everything is just stopped. We got to pump out content, get everybody informed and all this stuff. And then we made ourselves busier than we were like before. Right. So, oh, absolutely. What is that though? Why do we do that? Because I think, oh gosh, like I, I feel like if we're not, if we're not busy, we feel like we're not being productive. Right. And isn't busy work the opposite of being productive? Yeah. That's why we have to slow down to create more intentionally i feel yeah and if not we're just gonna like be like every other person out there like pumping out stuff man that was so that was such a weird thing right like it was great we i feel like we, we provided great content and we did, did everything like you you're the one who scheduled everything so it was great but then in the same time it's like you're right whenever you're just like by yourself you feel like you should be doing something like oh my gosh i just watched a 30 minute youtube video of like life in japan what was i doing right i need to go right. make up for that time or something and right. you know what? it's even more guilty i think when we 
or it's even a worse feeling when you're like, hey, I can only play with you for, or I can only be with you for like 10 minutes and then I have to go back to work. But it's like, yeah. and do what? You right. Know? Why do we feel like that? I don't know. I just finished this book called Stillness is the Key. Have you read that? With um, Ryan Holiday? Yeah. No, I haven't read it yet, though. It was so good. It was so good. Um, and he goes through all of these different um, real-life people, like Tiger Woods and um, who else did he talk about? It's just so fascinating. And Michael Jordan. You should really read it. Sell me on it. Why? Oh, um, <laughs> um, just because, like, <laughs> because I said so. <laughs> because I said so. No, like, there is so much. Um, there's so much wisdom that happens when we allow our minds to just be still, mm-hmm. or like, um, how, like, if we actually listen to what our thoughts are actually telling us instead of overwhelming ourselves with all the all of our to-do list remember how i said my to-dos never get to duns oh yeah yeah, yeah that's true right, yeah. hey i noticed you said at the beginning that you haven't paid yourself for the first like two years um you i thought you were a part of like so in in dss right the the summit weren't they going to have mike mccallowitz be a speaker right from profit yeah. first Yes. And in his book, I know he speaks a lot about you must pay yourself first. Yes. Where, why were you not doing that? I mean, like what? Because, oh, yeah, I didn't, I never finished telling you. (laughs) See, this went on such a tangent. (laughs) So I told you that I grew up incredibly um, poor, not incredibly poor, but like we we were just not, not um, well off by any means. And my mom had two full-time jobs and um, she would leave in the morning at six and she'd come back sometimes 11 o'clock at night. Um, Anyways, that led to a very, um, I just have so many money issues. I have a fear of being poor again. I have a fear that there is doomsday around the corner and I would never take out um, you know, more than my, more than my W2. So I, mm-hmm. I paid myself, um, minimum, like bare, bare minimum. Like I said, I told you, I, I paid myself less than what Judy makes and, um, everything got put back into the business. And Brian would always say, why are you, um, why are you doing that? Like, why don't you pay off student loans? Why don't you invest? Why don't you pay off your practice debt? Why don't you, why mm-hmm. don't you pay off your freaking equipment that you are, um, you're, you're just, you're just hoarding this money. I'm like, no, like, I feel like, I feel like doomsday, if, if, if for whatever reason, if patients all of a sudden stopped coming, and I told him, these were my exact words, if for whatever reason patients just stopped, if my business just stopped, I want to make sure that I can still pay the bills. And then boom, like, <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm like Yoda. I, I mean, I always thought I was pretty smart, but like now it's just, it's confirmed. It is confirmed. I so Yoda. But do, do you think, so are you going to continue this or are you going to be like, no, nah, I, I need to start paying myself like, like as if it's like I need to, you know what I mean? A little bit more. No, well, I, 
<laughs> Interestingly enough, when I switched accounting firms, uh, the first thing that they said was, um, you know that that's going to get flagged, right? Like you can't, you can't just pay yourself that. You have to pay yourself a, a dentist salary as a W-2. So I did. And that I, so I paid myself, um, I increased my salary for about two months. And then now, um, now my office is closed. Fire those account. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> no, no, but they, you're right. You're right. I mean, like, I, I, I know in the book, it does talk about that a lot. So I was thinking like, you're, you're eventually going to have to. And I, I mean, I feel if you don't, then you're going to be kind of stuck. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Hey, have you applied for PPP? I've applied for everything. I've applied for everything like multiple times over. Like what's everything? And I haven't heard anything. No, the PPP. So Wells Fargo is where I bank. <laughs> and Wells Fargo, so today is, I hope you release this today, Michael, because everything is happening at the, at the speed of light. Like, I think if you re- release this podcast like next week, it's, it's going to be, um, it's, it's going to be exciting. COVID's over. <laughs> it's done. Um, Okay. Anyway, so Wells Fargo just released the application today, even though that they had like banks everywhere were already funding their um, their their customers. So after everyone kept saying the the PPP funds are going to run out, you have to apply somewhere if your bank isn't allowing you to with them. I ended up applying with like three different banks. Um, I so- haven't heard back. I haven't heard back from anywhere. Um, and then Wells Fargo, I just submitted my application today. Um, hmm. This is weird. What? Have you applied for any funds? No, I haven't done, I haven't applied for anything. Like I was looking at, I was watching Reese Harper talk about it in one of his Facebook lives. And then I was like, I don't even know if I should. Like it's, I have, I mean like right now my team's pretty lean, right? So I mean like I think I can, manage for maybe like another good year i don't know right but other than that i want to you know what's weird my family in texas and they're still working technically because they're like a my brother's like in the distribution of something i don't know right and he's like yeah we're just automatically we just got like a thousand dollars in our account and i was like what how does that i'm like i didn't get that and they're like oh just wait it might come to you or every state is different is that true I think everybody received $1,200 stimulus. Did you get that? No. I didn't get that either. Mm. Well, did you apply for unemployment? No, 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 no. I didn't apply for anything. Like, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's still working. He, he didn't apply for anything either. He just got it. Are you it. sure? Uh, I mean, I can ask them. I asked my dad, too, and he was like, yeah, we got it, too. And I was like, oh, huh? So, I don't know. Mm. It's kind of weird, right? I was like, I don't think they would just randomly, how do they even know your direct deposit? Like, how do they know all that, you know? Or I don't know. I don't know, man. Sometimes people don't know. But anyways, so that's been the update for this whole time, right? Yeah, that's that's basically it. And um, we've been watching a lot of Marvel movies. (laughs) That's cool, man. (laughs) Marvel's Marvel's cool. It's a nice break from reality. Yeah, I agree. But then eventually, are you strategizing and you're planning? 
I am, um, what am I doing? <laughs> I, I, yes, yes, I am. Well, strategizing mentally, I haven't written anything down, but I've, there are so many things that I wanted to incorporate in my practice that I haven't yet. Like, so writing stuff down, getting, getting the girls trained on photography, getting them trained on, um, like doing digital smile designs and all that. That's going to be good, man. That's going to be good. Yeah. Have them trained and everything. So, all right. Other than that, is there anything else? No, I think that is it. So just, um, yeah, just hanging in here day by day, just like the rest of the world. All right, guys. And if there's anything you want us to cover either in the Facebook group, the making of a dental startup or here, Feel free to reach out and let us know. And sign us out, Ashley. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Making Of. Um, sorry that we haven't been as um, productive in terms of getting you guys some content. Um, hopefully we can change that, Michael. Like, we have time now. This yeah. should be a priority. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're not a part of the Facebook group, please join. It's awesome. The Making Of A Dental Startup. And find us at The Dental Marketer, at Ashley Hovind's DDS, at Smiling Company, at The Making Of. There's so many. There's so many ways that you can connect with us. And stay connected, dang it. Even though we are in our homes and we're all practicing social distancing, it doesn't mean that we still can't connect with each other. So, yeah, you guys stay safe, be well, and we will catch you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.